everyone, and welcome to I'm Not Okay With Day. I am your host, Day. And you guys, tomorrow is my birthday. <laughs> Yo, as you can see, I don't know um, if it's going to show as 30. Um, or if it's gonna be backwards in the video, I'm not sure. But your girl is turning 30 years old. Okay, wow, I can hardly believe it, y'all. And so, I mean, maybe I'll do this every year. I don't know, but we cannot have our 30th birthday without dedicating a podcast to that. So we are going to celebrate just like we did last year. (laughs) Oh my goodness, you guys. I thought about a lot of different um, things that I could do for this birthday episode. I thought of doing like 30 lessons from 30 years of life, but I was like, that is way too much. (laughs) Um, But I think where I'm going to land is talking about gratitude, of course, but also talking about aging and just the concept of birthdays in general and what typically comes up for people, what's come up for me, because this is I'm not okay and we got to talk about things. So we're going to dive right in. Um, But first, our some type of way, y'all, okay. Yo, okay, so it's been COVID. Everyone knows that. And it's going on for way too long. We're all over it. But let me tell you guys that I hadn't gone to church for real, for real. I mean, I have been doing the virtual church thing, but I haven't really been going in person. I think over like the past almost two years, essentially, I've gone to church in person about five times total. So very little, like in person. And I honestly was getting pretty comfortable with being in my house and going to church virtually. But let me tell you guys, over the past weekend, I actually went to church in person. And wow, it was so good. It was just like, I just had a reminder of why I need to go to church in the first place. And it was so fun filling in so many ways just the environment the message was amazing probably going to bring that up in um in our what god has taught me but it was just there's something about being in a place where you and everyone else that's there are there in just like one accord for the same reason and when the worship is just i don't know it's just on another level. Like it, it just hits different, y'all. It hits different when you're in person. I don't know how else to say it. So it was such a good time. It had me feeling all the things. It had me feeling gratitude, joy, just like, ugh, in the feels. And it had me feeling like we need to do this more often. Okay. So that's my some type of way, y'all, which It doesn't actually bring me into the next thing, but (laughs) we're talking about birthdays. We're talking about gratitude. We're talking about joy. There it is. It matches. (laughs) You guys, I am 30 years 
old. By the time this comes out, my birthday is going to be the next day, tomorrow. So yes, I am 30 years old, you guys. Oh my goodness. So it's kind of crazy because sometimes I feel like life is just kind of going along without me. Everyone else is aging but me. But then I look at myself and I'm like, hold on, but you're 30. (laughs) 30 and thriving, okay? Here's the thing, you guys. I really, really wanted to celebrate my birthday this year. Like, I really wanted to do something so big and I wanted to make it something that was memorable and something that was going to be just like grand okay but the bank account said no (laughs) I wanted to have a big birthday party the bank account and also COVID I wanted to have a huge birthday party with all my friends and my family just celebrating but unfortunately that can't happen because of the bank account and also because of COVID And so I will be celebrating by going to the beach with my family, my favorite people, and just living it up, just just, um, enjoying, resting, being in my calm. That's the next best thing. And so I'm very excited for that. But the point of all this is I wanted to celebrate, okay? I've definitely, I don't know if y'all can agree with this, but I've had birthdays in the past where it's just kind of like, eh, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. It's not serious. And for me, I have, my view of birthdays has shifted throughout the years. Like some of them feel like, yes, we should celebrate. And some of them feel like, eh, whatever. It's just another day. Um, And unfortunately, I was with a partner who really didn't put in a lot of effort for my birthdays. And so it was easy for me to tell myself, no, I'm okay with not celebrating. But now that I think about it, I would have really loved to actually celebrate it. But anyway, but as I've just been in this new journey of growth, I really felt like, well, last year, first of all, my 29th birthday, I didn't have like any amazing plans or anything. Like I was going to just have like a game night with my family and friends and my best friend surprised me and came into town and like it actually was a really great, great surprise. We had like a little virtual party with my family who was far away and it was amazing. Like it was so fun. I really, really enjoyed it and it was really good because that was a birthday I didn't feel like celebrating because of everything that was happening in my life at the time. And I'm so grateful that I did actually get to celebrate it because now I look back at it and I'm like, thank you. Like, I'm so glad that I did, you know? And so as I've just been in my growth, I want to, I've had a recent perspective change, perspective shift, let's call it that. And I just want to lead everything that I do with gratitude. Um, And I want to celebrate more. And here's what I really want to talk about today. I want to talk about timelines, timelines, expectations that we have for ourselves. And therefore, for like our birthdays and how that really affects just our views on aging, you know? So I think, um, well, not I think, I know, for me, thinking about getting older always came with a connotation of something 
you didn't want. You know, it's like, oh, we're 25, we're real close to 30, real close to this age. And I was someone who had a timeline, you know, I had my life mapped out. And honestly, my life was going according to plan for a while there, you know, and so to me, it felt like there was nothing wrong with the timeline that I made for myself, because it actually was working out. And then it didn't work out. And then everything went into shambles. And I, my whole timeline, all the plans that I thought I had for myself, gone, out the window, did not exist anymore. And I was at a point where I felt like I had to reevaluate my whole life because everything that I thought I knew was no longer. And so then I was, I just felt really lost at that point because I was like, I was living according to this timeline that I set for myself and that's no longer an option for me. And so it's like, what do I do now? You know, then I'm looking around, I'm on social media, I'm looking at my friends and all I'm seeing is everybody living the life I wanted to be living. Everyone living the life I thought I should be living. Everyone living the life I was living at a time. And I'm seeing everybody get married and have children. And I'm thinking, man, like that should have been me. And you know, at every setback that I had in this process, because what happens is like after the divorce, I then created new goals for myself, you know, and I set new goals that were also unrealistic. And every time it didn't work out, I would just get very angry. And I would be like, why is this happening? And it came to a point where it really was a huge contributor to my depression, honestly, because I was not living the life that I thought I was going to be living. And for the indefinite future, I didn't know, like, I wasn't going to be living that. Like, there was no plan. There was no, nothing that was certain to me anymore. And I, I was angry. I was angry at God. I was angry at my ex. I was angry at everything, myself. And it just, it was really hard to then figure out what I'm going to do next. Because after all that happened, every goal that I created for myself became unrealistic and it just was a constant disappointment, you know? But thank God for therapy. Thank God for friends who I can openly talk to about how I'm feeling and the struggles that I'm having. I was able to come to a new conclusion. And I mean, I think this is a thing that I think that I'm constantly growing, you know, so I think I'm learning new things. And so the conclusions change as I grow. Um, But what I've come to terms with the fact with now is timeline for life out the window. That's what we're not going to do anymore. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. I wanted to share that with anyone who might be living on a timeline or having these expectations of themselves to live life and and have this specific plan and like it must go x way and this and this and that throw that out the window y'all 
because you're going to get disappointed because life never goes according to plan. And honestly, thank God, we're going to come back to that. But literally, when I was able to throw the timeline out the window to surrender to whatever God's will was for my life, like truly surrender. When I'm talking surrender, I mean like, not that I'm not going to make plans, but I'm going to make plans with an openness that if it changes, that's okay. And a willingness to embrace whatever that change might be, you know? And so ever since I've done that, I have genuinely felt more at peace, you know? And I feel, um, I don't know, I feel like I have more gratitude for things, you know, because I have a chance to look at where things are, to be in the present, and to enjoy the present, but also to be grateful for what's happening and what has happened, you know, I created my timeline based on the expectations that society has for us, right? You get married, you, we bought a house, right? You have your dream job, you have children, you settle down, and then, you know, you just go on with your happy old life. And so when that societal expectation ended and did not happen, then it was like, okay, well, now I'm single. So what is the next expectation for someone who is single? Like, then we have career. And so the focus was solely on the career. But it wasn't, I wasn't taking into consideration my mental health and where I was at with all of that, and how long would actually take me to heal and work on certain things. And ultimately, Things didn't work out, but they actually worked out because the timing of everything that happened in my life was so perfect. And that's another thing I want to talk about is timing. We have timeline and we have timing. When you throw the thing, the timeline out the window, you realize that the timing, God's timing of things that happens in your life is actually perfect. And that's where the gratitude comes in because right now, y'all, let me tell you that I am in a place in life where genuinely I am like, Lord, wherever you sent me, great. I'm going to accept it and I'm going to take it. And yes, I'm making plans, but I realize now that everything happened in the perfect timing. So I'm not questioning like what's happening anymore. Like I have that trust with God and therefore that peace because I'm not worrying about, oh, I have to do this and I have to do this before X. Like, no, I'm just living my life. And that's the thing. You get to enjoy your life being the present when you are living in the present. You're not living in the future. You're able to enjoy it more. And for me, my shift in perspective has everything to do with living in the now and celebrating the things that are happening today, you know, celebrating the fact that I'm 30, celebrating the fact that I'm 30, working, living on my own and doing all the things that I'm doing, you know, enjoying my family, enjoying my friends, doing this podcast, like 
I am able to fully focus and feel good and be present in the things that I love. And there's nothing like that, guys. Like, And as I think about life and the goals that I want for myself, my ultimate goal in life is happiness. That sounds so cheesy. <laughs> but happiness and peace, meaning all I want is to be around the people that I love. I want to be in community, doing the things that I love to do. And that's it. Like that's the most important thing for me. I want to feel fulfilled by the things that I'm doing both in work and in personal life. And I want to be in community. That's my main goal. And I feel like I'm working toward that. And so there's a lot less pressure when those are the things that I'm worried about. Like, honestly, you guys, I am not worried anymore about living up to society's expectations of me. Like marriage, kids, I'm following what is best for me. And that's one thing I wanted to emphasize talking about just the timeline and societal pressures is that we compare ourselves so much to everyone. I was doing it, looking at everybody on Instagram. And again, looking at what people are showing on social media, which is literally not even real life, okay? You see 1% of someone's life on social media. You don't know the half of the things that's going on behind the scenes. But I was looking at those things and feeling jealous and feeling, and just like comparing myself and feeling terrible about where I was at because they're there and I'm not. And the reality of the situation is we are all in different journeys. We're all working toward different things. We all have different goals. Some of our goals are changing and that's okay. It's okay. And, you know, when you are comparing yourself to whatever society sets as the standard, which like that standard is based on what? Like who created these standards anyway? You know, it, that that standard doesn't take into consideration all the other things that happen in life, like divorce, death, um, a pandemic. Like, we don't have compassion on ourselves. The societal standards doesn't um, allow for compassion because society just says, do this, do this, do this, then you will be happy without considering all the other factors. And so then when we don't meet that expectation, we feel like failures, we feel terrible about ourselves, and we internalize this idea that we're not enough because we're not fitting this mold when it's not a realistic mold. Like, it's just unrealistic. And I am more convicted than ever that whatever my journey, whatever is meant for me and my journey and just my life and the goals and plans or whatever, whatever's going to happen in my life, that's what needs to happen. I'm not fighting toward or against societal stand. No. Does that make sense? No. I am no longer working toward meeting societal expectations, society's expectations of me. I'm no longer working towards anyone's expectations of me because I was someone who did did live my life 
for others in so many ways. And I mean, I still like that's something I'm working in on in therapy because that's still something I struggle with doing, you know, but what I realized is that that doesn't make me happy. And that is really the point I'm trying to drive on with this whole episode is living your life for other people. Meaning like, according to other people's expectations of you is always going to result in an unhappy life always because it's not based on your own girl goals and desires for yourself and you're never going to fully meet it there's always going to be something else that you need to do and something else you need to prove it will never be enough if it's based on someone else you know and I'm in a place in life where I'm like I I'm going to create my own goals and desires based on what I truly want and I'm not going to limit myself because people say that's not something that you can do. You know, I'm not going to limit myself because maybe this person doesn't agree or this is not what is typical or what is like the standard. Like, no, we're done with that. Because the truth is like that never worked. It doesn't work for anyone. Even the person that's living the, the greatest, the most standardized life it's, it's, it doesn't work. When you live according to other people's um, expectations, it, it never makes you happy. And you have to come to a certain point where you're doing things for you. And so I'm very excited for this next chapter in my life. I'm excited for the 30s because I really feel like I'm just coming into my own. I feel like I'm in a place where I am doing my thing for me. You know, and I'm not really concerning myself anymore with what this person thinks and that person thinks. And it's not a matter, too, of living like selfishly, because no, I, I do believe that, especially being a Christian, I need to live my life selflessly in that I need to serve God and others. And that's definitely one of my main goals for just this new year and chapter from my life, I want to do that more a thousand percent. But I'm also living according to whatever standard I'm creating for myself that is not based on what society or what Jim and Pam think, you know? And so that's why I feel like I'm in a place of gratitude and I'm in a place of, um, contentment. I think that's a good word for it. I feel content. Does that mean that everything in my life is perfect? Absolutely not. I'm still in therapy. Okay. Like I'm still working on things. I still have my down days, but I am focusing on things that I'm grateful for even in that. And so, yeah, I am celebrating 30 years of life. I'm celebrating exactly where I'm at. I'm celebrating the fact that I'm 30 and living on my own, that I am 30 and divorced and no longer in an unhealthy marriage. I am celebrating that I have been able to move forward with my life, that I have been achieving the goals according to what I want to work on personally, and that I have people who genuinely love and care about me in my life and are also there to celebrate with me. So yeah, I, 
I'm all over the place as always, but I hope you guys are getting the gist. Forget all of that. And if your birthday's coming up, I know March has a lot of birthdays because March is the best month, obviously. <laughs> Let's celebrate. And I think something that I am really working toward doing is not just on my birthday, but every day. Actually, one of my best friends and I, we are doing daily gratitude with each other where we share things that we're grateful for at the end of the day. And that honestly has really helped to my perspective shift, I think, because I'm able to focus daily on something that I'm genuinely grateful for. And, you know, when I look back at the hardest days, I'm like, well, you know what? It wasn't so bad. Or maybe it was bad. And there's also these great things too. So, you know, I'm really working on celebrating all the days. Today I was actually at work and um, we always go around doing like a check-in question, you know. And so today our check-in question was a song that um, that represents your current mood. And my song was Golden by Jill Scott. Living my life like it's golden. <laughs> Y'all remember that song. But like genuinely that's how I feel. I feel like I'm living my life like it's golden. Okay. I feel like I'm just out here celebrating, loving life, loving the place that I'm in. And, you know, I can genuinely look at other people and see that and feel happy for where they're at and also feel happy for where I'm at because I'm no longer doing that comparison thing. Uh, we're done with that. Okay. Which brings me into what God has taught me. You guys, as I said earlier, I went to church and I received an amazing message, a message that I needed to receive. And, you know, I've learned a few things. I've gotten some new information recently that honestly probably would have broken me if it was maybe a year ago, a few months ago even. But through my personal study with God in my like own personal devotions and then listening to the sermon I've and just all these other things that's been happening in my life I've been constantly reminded that God has saved me the, so the pastor was actually talking about the story of the good samaritan which if you guys are not familiar with this story in the bible basically there was um, this person who was attacked and two and he was attacked left for dead in the streets and so a priest came walked right by didn't help him a Levite came walked on by did not help him and then a Samaritan man came saw him that he was um, struggling that he was almost gonna die took it upon himself to bring this person, bring this man to the someone to take care of him, pay the wages for this person, pay all the payment for this person to get better and told the person, do everything that you can to take care of this person. I'm going to come back. I have somewhere to be, but I'm going to come back for them and make sure that they are taken care of and they are healed, right? And, you know, this is a story that is often told with the um, understanding that we as Christians, it's our jobs, it's our duty to be like the Samaritan man and help others and not like be the person that walks away and whatever. Um, but the pastor brought it 
he he talked about it with a different perspective of us being the person who was beaten up, left for dead, and Jesus being the person who was a Samaritan, who came to help, didn't care about whatever his initial plans were, saw that we were hurting, saw that we were not in a good place, that we needed help, and decided to not only help us, but pay for all of the things that we would have been responsible to pay for, he took it upon himself to take care of us. He literally saved us. And I just was thinking about what God has saved me from. And I've been thinking about the just the things that's happened in my life that I thought were things that were going to destroy me and things that were actually um, not things that were going to work out and like things that I thought were actually problems were really actually solutions. It was God seeing the whole picture and knowing that this is what Dania needs to be saved. This is what she needs to be the best version of herself. And I didn't have the whole picture to be able to say, okay, yeah, I need this and to agree and go along with it. And so I was going along questioning God, questioning everything. And God has just shown me, no, I always got you. Like I've always been in your corner. I've always been there thinking about you and what would be best for you way before you even knew this was going to be a thing. And when I thought about just how, what God has saved me from and the way that things have worked out over the past two years, I felt nothing but grateful and gratitude. I know you guys, I've been saying gratitude so much. It is what it is. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) But literally you guys, I am so beyond thankful. And honestly, I just started crying in church and it's something that makes me emotional every time because I thought I thought I knew and I really didn't know. And thankfully, I've been able to actually put the pieces together and realize what it really is. And so I feel like I have no reason to doubt God ever again. And I, I really want to share that with you guys that if something is happening, you're going through a hard time, know that... Maybe this is actually the solution and not the problem. And, you know, even if you don't see that it is, know that God sees the whole picture and he knows exactly what's going to happen. And he knows what is best. He knows what is best for you. So just put your trust in him because he is taking care of you. So that is it, you guys, for the end of this podcast. Go ahead and wish me happy birthday. (laughs) Celebrate with me, okay? I'm not even, I'm not going to apologize for saying that. I'm celebrating myself, okay? Celebrate with me. I thank you for listening. Thank you for celebrating with me. Thank you for all the things, you guys, for your endless support. I appreciate it so much. Until next time. Bye.